Welcome to Screaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Brooke, and as always, I'm here with your co-host, Irene. This week we'll be talking about the interview movie I picked, Actor, available on Hulu. Poodoo. On Poodoo? Poodoo. Bantha Poodoo. That's right. <laughs> so hello everyone, welcome to New Year, New Us. New right? Year, Happy New Year. Yeah, so uh, this uh, episode will be airing, um, what, New Year's Day, yeah. Word. So I think it's a good time for us to talk about... What our New Year's resolutions are. Oh. I'm not prepared for that. Well, that's because I just decided that here in this very moment. Well, Irene, they're, they're, you're never prepared for these. What so, so. would you think would be your resolution at this moment? Irene. Um, what are you resolving? Alan? Irene's just drawing a blank. Alan, what's your resolution? <laughs> you didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> my resolution is to get my poop together and uh, get, on, get on a weight loss program that poop. actually works. Get your I think you have a beautiful body, Alan. You're pooping a group? It's a beautiful body that I need to chop about half of off. All right, then. Hmm. I am on Alan's train. So I bought a scale before Christmas, thinking it was going to get here after the new year so that I can weigh and do my thing. That thing came Christmas Eve. <laughs> and it's like, um, get your shit together right now, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> it's a message from Amazon with their creepy little singing packages. It's like, thanks, Amazon. So I have it set up, but I haven't gotten on it yet. Good deal. Yeah. I'm actually working on accepting my body. I've been as I've as I've gone past forty, my uh waistline is approaching forty. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to find uh, more acceptance for that. For me. Well, I need to approach 40 once again. So. Oh. Yeah. So now is the time. Also, I, I'm hoping that we'll have a good full year of Streaming Unicorn Podcast with better movies than Paternity Leave. And A.A. Cron. <laughs> but that's how we're starting this lovely year off. <laughs> we're starting the lovely year off with Akron. Uh, nah, Acrid. Yeah. Oh, Acrid? Is that what you said? Acrid. <laughs> I think I know how Alan liked the movie. <clears throat> you think you know what? How Alan liked the movie. You don't know me. You oh. just said you just oh. said acrid. I had a mix of feelings. Okay. Alan. I had I had a mix of feelings too. I'm Alan told me he was gonna talk a lot during this episode, so I'm oh. really excited to hear it. I might. I might just talk the whole dang way through. Do it. You know what? I'm ready. That's, Leave your best life. That's Before less I gotta that, do. Though, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the deets so uh, uh, akron it's available on hulu in fact there's a lot of lgbt movies available on hulu that don't mean they're good that don't mean they're good but baby. some of them are are they like akron oh akron akron now you screwed me up it's akron 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 ohio akron yes ohio acorn so it was directed by sasha king and and brian o'donnell and Brian O'Donnell was actually born in Akron. so And Brian O'Donnell was the writer of this. Uh, it stars oh. Matthew Frias, Joseph Melendez, and Edmund Donovan, who was recently in a short film called Irene. Really? Yes. Oh. I have to look that up. I want to pretend like it's your uh, biopic. <laughs> what? And just, my, my biopic? Yeah. And just watch it. And just 
assume that's your history. That would be hilarious. Are you sure it's Irene or is it Irene? I think it's Irene. <laughs> because it would be amazing if it was Irene. Irene? Irene. That's my Spanish name. I remember when she sung at the, I think it was the Oscars, John Travolta introduced her. Irene Medel. Alan, fix her. Adele Dazeem. Dazeem. <laughs> Get it right. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> to which everybody in the audience immediately looked around like, who the hell is that? Oh, everybody knows that story of John. No. Um, yes, but no, at but the... Nobody knew who he was talking about at the time, though. <laughs> oh, I get you. Adele Dazeem. What? Who's that? And Am then I... Adina what? walks out. Menzel. Yeah. Well. She is lost. Someone needs to give her her meds. Like, I can't even hide right on my face. Like, no. I'm just like, stop talking. <laughs> you're making it worse, Brooke. Whatever you're doing is worse. <laughs> okay. So, no coffee this time? <laughs> so, this movie, actually, Irene, despite your hatred of it, it won Best LGBT Feature Film. I did not hate it. Wait, I'm telling you a story. Except I didn't hate it. Let me finish my story. Okay. No. So, Irene, despite your hate of it, it won <laughs> the best LGBT feature film at the Columbus International Film and Video Festival. And it won lots of other festival awards, too. It wasn't straight enough for me. Yeah, that's pretty much what, what I that? thought you'd feel about it, since you do hate the gay films. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, listeners, I do not hate the gay films. I love the gays. Let's see. I love How many films. gay films that we've reviewed has she enjoyed? Hmm. Zero. Zero. I'm sorry, but you have picked all of them. Why so... did you pick one? Okay. I, I will. You picked instead. It, it, you challenges picked on. Bright with zero gay characters in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone was really excited about that. And I'm just saying. Now I'm being drug across the floor. I'm just pointing out the obvious. And through the mud, verbally, by this wily coyote <laughs> over here. That's me pulling you through the mud. I thought you were speaking orc. <laughs> 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 it's like rude. It's dark elvish. So let's tell everybody what. So instead of dragging it through. Wreck. <laughs> Go on, Trade Rick. What are you talking about? She's saying that you're not the bullet train today. <laughs> Why are you talking like Ardrina Mendezel? <laughs> can, you, can you say that again? <laughs> Ardrina Mendezel. Is that, is that like Medulla Oblongata? <laughs> I'm shutting down. So instead of dragging Irene through the mud, let's just tell everybody what this show is about. So Benny, a college freshman at the University of Akron, uh, meets and falls for fellow freshman Christopher at a football game. With the support of their families and friends, they embark on a new relationship, but a tragic event in the past involving their mothers soon comes to light and threatens to tear them apart. Dun, dun, dun. That's a good description of it. Yeah. Well, I mean... That's basically all that happened. So when the movie opens up, you know kind of what you're in, t- in for because it's got your obligatory opening artsy establishing shots. It's, they're silent. It's like, look, life in still portrait. Look, shopping cart wheels. Look, a field. A field, yeah. Oh, look, so, here's another shot. 
of the field. So if you weren't sure if you're going in to watch like an independent or a lower budget film, this will this will clarify that for you real quick. <laughs> yes. So then uh, I was like, okay, I don't know what any of this has to do with the, the plot of the film. Uh, I thought this was a gay love story. And then boom, she hits a kid with a car. After watching like this strange child walk around, you're not quite sure what's going on in his head. Right. And then you see this strange shot of a mother and her two kids loving, lovingly playing and her just being weird. And where is this headed? I, w- I didn't expect it to head towards no. traffic fatality. It's like, I'm driving along. <laughs> oh, she gasps. Oh, we still don't know what happened. Did she hit an orange? <laughs> Did she hit a, 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 bag of, a bag of trash? A whole no. basket of fruit? No. The horror on her face was for a banana. <laughs> Dang, Alan. Or a child. <laughs> Irene, why aren't you saying anything? Um, it's one of those things where you guys, I'm just waiting to for you guys to she's say. She's waiting to exhale. Basically. I, she she's waiting to fire? go. Hmm. No. no I, I was kind of horrified of your description, but I couldn't stop, stop it. <laughs> so I just let it happen. So. Well, I mean, you really don't for the longest time because they like to draw out the scenes in this movie. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And the, right, mm-hmm, she yeah. hits something, and I'm just like, "What? What's going on?" And it's all in slow motion and weird. I thought it was just the weirdest thing. Yeah, it it was very weird. And then the mom like runs out into the street and. Yeah, at that point, you're like, oh, this is horrible now. I feel bad for all those thoughts right. that well, I just had about bananas Well, it was a parking lot. You got, it, she was just driving around in the parking lot, which means she was going like six miles an hour. I think they did a really good job, though, of making it obvious that it was a, a complete accident. Like, there were two cars parked next to her. There was a ball in the street. You can assume that this child just darted out. She had no idea. She wasn't doing anything that would make her distracted. Mm-hmm. So it was purely accidental, which at the time was less important than it, than it becomes later, I think. Agreed. So, next thing you know, it's however many years later, and you got these cute little gay boys playing mud ball. I was (laughs) like, what is mud ball? Yeah, I had never heard of mud ball before, ever. It must be an Akron thing. Clearly, it's playing... It looked like rugby. Rugby in in the mud. Yeah. Hmm. But Ohio hick style. I don't know. Alan, I was really hoping that this was a gay thing that you could tell us about. No. Mud ball is not a gay thing? It should be a gay thing. No, mud butt is a gay thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to our entire queer community. Don't apologize for the truth. <laughs> Never apologize for the truth, Irene. Not the truth. Slimy, mud hole, my butthole, this is. And then these, uh, so, um, oh, what is it? Benny and Christopher. <laughs> Benny and Christopher meet, and I was like, oh my God, look at all this relationship tension. It reminded me so much of Corey and Zach. I don't even think those are their names. <laughs> it will never be clear again. No. Was it, it Colin? Cody. Cody. Colin. No, it was Corey. It was Corey. It was Corey. But but we had so many name changes, it was hard to keep up. It doesn't matter. It reminded me of the two gay characters that were in <laughs> Boys in the Trees. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't you feel there was a lot of attention, a lot of sexual tension between these two characters? Are a little more obvious. The actual gay boys, yes. Oh, I'm glad that you'll admit it. You're not going to gay deny on this episode. The actual gay. There's boys. not. There is no gay denying in this episode. <laughs> no, there's not. No. <laughs> they didn't awkwardly hug on the ground and stuff. They were like in bed. Well, yeah, they ended up in bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. But that's because they one of them didn't commit suicide and keep that from being able to happen in time. Um, <laughs> let's quit and like mixing up the movies here. You're gonna confuse our listeners. Okay, sorry. She was I drawing th- parallels. If our listeners have been listening to all the episodes, they know what I'm talking about. That you can't remember people's names. Cold as a frog. Where are you gonna come at me like that? I'm sorry. Maybe I need to tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to come for you so hard, but I did. What I expected from this movie was your standard gay teenager movie so when he goes home to tell his mom i had all this anxiety like oh god I know. this is gonna be so painful to watch but right you're just his mom was just like is he cute and i was like oh, my little gay heart accepting mom all of the acceptance i know my heart melted his mom was super accepting dad didn't care which in my mind got this movie points already i did enjoy that usually you're the family is not very accepting in these kind of movies. Right. So then I expected the next gay teen trope. I'm gay, but you're not. Or you're in the closet and haven't come to terms with it yet. Right? <laughs> right. So he lays down and he texts him. And he's like, oh, is this too soon? And immediately, that dude was on it quick. He was mm-hmm. like, He was clearly thinking about him too. He was. And he said, I think I pulled a heart muscle. And I was like, oh my God. I know. I was he like, knows oh, he's gay. The emotions. <gasps> We're skipping the tropes. Yeah, it, I was very excited. You sound excited, Irene. Tell I us am. more about that. No, um, it was a really sweet moment. You know, you you know when you have that crush and they text you back and he texted him back right away. I was like, ah! I remember writing in my notes, Giku. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Giku. What is Giku, Alan? I don't know. It's like that little sound that anime characters make when they're all frolicky and in love. Giku, Giku. <laughs> that is how. The Boo Bear used to say thank you back in there the day. There is that, yeah. too. Giku. Giku. He did. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he basically looked like Casper, the friendly ghost. He did. <laughs> the most adorable Casper, the friendly ghost. Right. <laughs> like, you just want to be his friend. So, I also liked when his parents were in bed. They were talking about him. They were totally ex- uh, uh, respecting his adulthood and his gayness. They were talking about, like, oh, yeah, he's... I mean, she said, I think he's lying to us about going to this party I think, and spending the night with his friend. I think he's going to spend the night with this guy. And they were like, yeah, well, he is. He's <laughs> right. 18. Grown. You know, he's grown. This is what he's going to do. And uh, we love him and support him. And I was like, oh, my God. It made me actually more nervous for what was going to happen because there's got to be some tension in a movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is it? It's not the things I'm used to. What's going to happen? Is it knee cancer? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Of course, I'm referring to Lily Sobieski and her damn knee cancer movie. Yeah, what was it? Um, Here on Earth. She had a terminal case of knee cancer. Yeah. That's all I remember. And that that pasty dude who was, looked Klein. like he was made out of clay. Chris, Chris Klein. Klein. Yeah, he looked like he was made out of clay and Elmer's glue. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of references happening today. He uh, he. All I can remember is him carrying her, and she died of knee cancer, which is really sad. I didn't know that was fatal. I thought they would just remove a leg. But it was fatal for Lily Sobieski. Well, any cancer, if it gets in your blood, I guess so. it, you're, it's over. Well, this is really depressing. So, but yeah. that is not what happened. That's not no. what happened here. We're going to talk about every other movie <laughs> today. 
instead of the one let's that have we a, actually let's watched. Let's have a movie mention count on this episode. <laughs> oh. I'll go in later. I'll go in later when we edit and I'll add a ding. <laughs> Every time there's a movie mention. Ding. Oh my gosh. But you were saying he was going to go to this party. Yes, just like they did in Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they went to the party and then what happened? Um, Nobody remembers. They hooked up. Yeah, they hooked up in the in the most girlish little room ever. Right, but that's a good room. friend. That's a good friend. She was like, you know what? You live with your parents still. Um, you need to go over to my room. It's open, and I'm gonna go stay with this boy over here. And just throw all those like stuffed animals that I have on my bed on the floor. Just stuff them all in a corner and then stuff what, wasn't him. that his friend's room though that was his friend's room that's what the i just girl. described yeah oh where were you she kept all those stuffed animals on her bed so they just <laughs> threw them all off on the floor and then brooke he was thinking him. about another movie <laughs> which movie but brooke i was actually watching the audio levels and trying to figure out what was wrong with them and then i was like hey i've been away for a moment <laughs> coast us did you fall asleep? Costos. Costos. Well, you can't mention Costos. I mean, that's an inside joke with us. You can't mention that without telling the story. So, so why don't so. you make another movie reference? I, right. I am. Yes. So we're watching Sisterhood Ding. of the Traveling Pants. Ding. Me, Brooke, and Alan. And this was a long, long time ago. A long time ago. And we're all on the couch. And Brooke keeps falling asleep. So we keep waking her up. And then at one point, she is sleeping hard. Yeah, and it's one of those sleeps where I was like, oh my God, maybe nobody knows. <laughs> and you're trying to like force your eyes open. It's like Fred Flintstone when he's trying to keep his eyes open. He put those toothpicks in there and they're like, snap. <laughs> and so it's just like, oh my God, I can't let everybody know I'm asleep because it's the worst ever for some reason. I don't know. But that's what I was feeling. Right, because she she's a sleeping liar. That's mm-hmm. what happens. And so she... <laughs> We wake her up. We're like, Brooke. And she like pops her eyes open and is like, Costos. Like that, <laughs> That's that is the name of the boy in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's because the last but thing I remembered was him jumping in the water. It was like six scenes ago. Right. And she is like acting like, like that's what we're watching right now. Last thing I remembered was Costos jumping in the water. <laughs> I don't know why. I just still don't know why. And so, uh, yeah, I guess I'd fallen asleep and they woke me up and I was like, Costos. Like. I'll, no. I'll act like I've been awake. And Irene and I just looked at each other and died laughing. So we have been teasing her about this for a good maybe 10 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Because we always watch things probably way too late for her, especially during the week when she's had a hard week. So listeners, if you, if you feel bad for Irene because I'm teasing her about Cody uh, <laughs> from just a few episodes ago, remember that she teases me about something from 10 years ago when I, my poor little self was just too tired to stay awake. Aww. Did it hurt your heart? No, you did not poke me in my heart. Poke you in your heart? Yeah. <laughs> so, now that we've understood Costos and we've had yet another movie reference. Ding! <laughs> uh, I gotta say, when they started like getting together, I was really excited because it's like this young, adorable, exciting love. And they were like, hook, hook, hooking it up. And they both connected. And you don't normally see that in movies. Um, and also, I was really glad that they didn't start shaving each other. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> because they have this look it's a gay thing they have this Sometimes. look that i've seen in like gay pornos where the dudes 
shave each other. And I, it's like they try to shave each other in a really erotic way. And I'm totally not into it. It's like, it's it, to me, it's awkward. And and for other people, I'm sure that it's it's not. I'm writing that down okay. on my to-do list for right me, now. it's awkward. Because I'm going to Google that because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, they and got I these feel- little manscape trimmers and they're just like, let me shave your chest. Sure, baby. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess there's something about the slow reveal of a man's bare muscly chest is it okay there could be uh, i don't you could like shave it all off and there's just a big saggy man boob <laughs> that can also be attractive so, it, it could be but often is not oh Alan. but it just depends it depends on what you're into that's true that's true a urine fireman or police? Did you say a urine fireman? <laughs> I know. I was like, do they just show up and pee I'm on broken. the fire? <laughs> I'm Can you imagine how bad moment. that smells? I said, you're into firemen. It sure sounded like urine fireman. Urine fireman. I was thinking um, the same thing. Can we get a rollback? Too. Can we? Is there check, a movie with can we urine check that audio? In? I mean, I do like hoses, but can we please check? Let's watch backdraft. Hold on. <laughs> Ding. When I edit this, I'll um I'll <laughs> replay. Oh dang. <laughs> When when I we when I edit this, I'll replay that section for everybody. So here it comes everybody. A urine fireman. That was urine fireman. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I said you're into firemen. Okay. We'll let the listeners decide. Here it is again. A urine fireman. A urine a urine a urine a urine fireman. Urine fireman. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag urine fireman. Hashtag Willow, it- <laughs> Willow, there's your hashtag for us this time. Willow's one of our listeners <sighs> who always likes to put her favorite quotes uh, from the episode. And uh, so <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if this will make it, but it'll definitely make the hashtag. And ha- I, I want to see the play that comes out of this. Oh my God. Hashtag, can we take a break yet? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't shave each other. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad. I didn't know it was Which a really thing. Which really counts as a movie reference, even though I don't know the name. Alan, just name a random gay porno. <laughs> no. Ding. I oh, don't pay attention to shit see? like that. I saw, speaking of that, here's another reference for another movie. There was, or there is a uh, Justice League gay porno. Oh, there is. Yeah. I have seen And that. it's like Aquaman comes up out of the water because uh, Green Lantern came out as gay. And he's like, what is this gay? Let me show you. <laughs> and Wonder Woman is this drag queen. Manila huh. Luzon. See, Alan knows about I it. I know it. What's it called? What? This m- porno. Justice League. Triple X. Something unrated. Something. <laughs> something unrated. Something. Seriously, it is. <laughs> something, something dark-sided. <sighs> I've actually watched it. I have seen it. You've seen the porno? I've watched the whole thing. The Justice League one? Yep. Was it good? I was entertained. Did it have a good storyline? No. <laughs> See, this is the kind of nerds we are because it's funny enough, it wasn't gay porn, but I did watch a porno a long time ago that was superheroes, and it had uh, it had uh, Batgirl and Robin in a scene, and I was oh. like, that was awesome because I've always had a big crush on Batgirl. Okay. And, and it was the Batgirl from like the Adam West had the purple the hair that yeah colors. That was awesome. I'm happy for you. Erotic fantasy. Irene, what weird porno have you watched that was geeky that you liked? Who do we want to know? <laughs> uh, 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 Is that what they were doing in this porno? Sounding like a dolphin? 
No. <laughs> I want to say that the weirdest one that oh, I've seen is probably Pirates of the Caribbean remake Ding. of porn. Oh, it was big budgeted. Do you remember that? It was big that? budget. I do remember that. It was a huge budget. Yeah, I think. And it was so weird because it had these great sets, these great costumes, but essentially, it was still a porno. It was still terrible acting, and there was some kind of a plot, but not much. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) in fact, the plot was really distracting. I don't. It was distracting. I don't remember much about the plot. Yeah. So. Well, there we go. We've shared today. Yeah. Happy New Year. Shared a lot more (laughs) than I had anticipated. (laughs) Interesting. Right, because nobody watches porn. Nobody ever. I wish I watched a lot more. I wish I had more stories. I wish I didn't. Anymore, yeah. though, it's that different. That could be your like, new resolution. Back watch when I was porn. A long time ago, I would just go in that little room at the video store, but there's not even a video store. You just go online and you get like three seconds of something and you right. don't even care what it is and you just move on with life. It's not like you're going to watch a whole porno anymore. Mm-mm. Right. Well, that's uh, uh, Al- not me. Alan watched the whole Justice League one. Yeah, but that's theme. That's like a theme. It is kind of broken up. Uh. But it's terrible. <laughs> You mean you watched it in several sessions? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say that. (laughs) Can that be our next review? (laughs) No. No. That delighted me so much. Each scene seemed to end the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me something good. Oh, shit. And there you oh, go. Oh, my God. This is my favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners have no idea about this movie that we're watching, though. Yeah, they're, they do. They're about to look oh, it up. Oh, Akron? Yes. No, it's good. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's real gay positive. <laughs> yes, that it is. So, speaking of Akron, uh, I thought it was extra sweet, too, when they woke up together. And uh, they were just like, oh, he was just petting his face gently. It was so sweet. I had mixed emotions about it. Like, it, like in theory, that's really sweet. But for some reason, they just look creepy as hell. Oh, like he was like leering looking at him at like him. Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, yeah, mm. I was like, he's going to eat him in You're his tasty. sleep. Look at those lips. They look juicy. Well, that's <laughs> the difference of me and you. Because <laughs> hmm, I, I didn't feel that way at all. What did you feel, Irene? I thought that it was sweet. Okay. I thought that guy woke you, up and was like, why the hell are you staring probably at Probably because we had watched Raw not too long ago. And you're thinking, oh, someone's cannibals. Gonna, someone's going to get it. Maybe. It's gay cannibals. Is there cannibals. a spear in his back right now? It's cannibals. That's one thing you don't want is cannibals because. Cannibals. <laughs> Gainables. Gainables. You can, can find gaze. those in your grocery section. Because they're hungry for meat. Hungry. <laughs> Uh, so they're going to uh, go on, off on spring break, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was also cute because his dad gave him this whole box of condoms. A giant box of condoms. And then later. Have at it. Right? I was like, oh, my God. Could this be any more sex and gay positive? Like, you guys know that's my dream. Like, this is. <laughs> I felt so good about this movie at this point, And I was getting even more anxious about the inevitable sadness that would happen because I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was going to be. Maybe that's why I had a hard time like really getting into and liking it because from the first scene, you know, something bad is going to happen. Yeah, that is often my problem with all romantic comedies. It's like I, I have a hard time getting into their relationship because it's so like this sounds lame, but it's actually so painful for me when they have that inevitable third act 
moment where they're like, oh, something awful's happened. We've misunderstood each other and we're just not communicating because that would easily fix it. And it's just like, ugh. I hate when that happens, especially because you don't know how bad it's going to be. Are they going to split up? And it's going to be like three years later. They meet on the street. Ah, it reminds me of like that Batman versus Superman. You know, if they had just talked early on mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. they could have avoided a whole bunch of crap. They could have avoided the best parts of that movie, though. So that's, I'm glad they didn't. That's true. Because them fighting was my favorite part of that movie. We're now talking no. about a different movie, oh, not, ding, ding. not Akron. But um, <laughs> I did ding when you <laughs> said Batman versus Superman. Carry on. Back to Akron. 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 Acron, Acron. Because they were getting ready to leave for Florida. <laughs> Acorn. Yeah, they were getting ready to leave for Florida. And he got that big box of condoms. And <clears throat> I was real proud of Dad because they pulled those out later and it looked like oven mitts, not condoms. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for body. the Magnum XXLs, Dad. <laughs> Just to let you know. We're both going to get inside this. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a double condom. That kind of defeats the purpose. Just so you know, a regular size condom you can put over your foot. So <laughs> you don't actually need a Magnum, anyone. But they could be more comfortable, though. Sure. Because regular condoms could be, I mean, they'll, they yeah. will fit. I'm just saying, some dudes buy them and they fall off because they want to impress <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's not be like, I got a big old junk. And I'm like, no, you don't. And you're <laughs> I got not a putting... big old junk. <laughs> you don't. So please wear big a regular old junk one. in the back Daddy of her got trunk. got a big old trunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Mm. Hashtag what? Personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's our resolution is we're getting really real on this podcast. This year. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Tell us about that, Erin. Nope. <laughs> the listeners want to know. No, I tell you all way too much about my personal life. <laughs> that isn't a lie. He's like, hey, baby, look, I brought the magnums. Oh. Fall off. <laughs> <laughs> really? That is great. <laughs> and you're like, well, I know what's not happening today. Right. <laughs> Unless you got some twist ties and some <laughs> rubber bands or something. Yeah. And we're not rubber banding nothing. That will get lost up inside my vagina. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> All natural but, hemp rope, maybe. Like, I'm sorry. You better go and get a snugger fit. <laughs> <laughs> go see if they got those little finger condoms. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll roll that shit out for you. <laughs> Let me find saran wrap, a Ziploc bag, and... <laughs> I'm, about to make, I'm about to make you a dick lock bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that plastic will hurt. It's too much. Is that from experience oh. as well? No. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Oh. That's just how good this movie is. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of Akron, <laughs> the movie that we're actually reviewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it turns out they were talking, they're were, they were getting ready to go, and then they're like, oh, who's this picture of? Oh, that's my brother who was killed eight year, when he was eight years old by vehicular homicide. Uh, uh. And then Christopher knows. He's like, bah, bah. Secret Squirrel. It's like, right. that reminds me of this horrible image that I've lived my entire life but, trapped in my head with. Huh, that's a weird coincidence. My mom killed a child when I was young. It can't be the same. But No, Christopher was reeling. He knew he it was, was the same. He knew. And he also he wasn't knew. saying shit. 
No, but what do you say? Yeah, that is a good question. Oh, yeah, my that happened to my mom, except she was the one who killed a child. Maybe it's the same one. Like ha- that is that, hard to right, say. right. That's right. not. I mean, I'm a grown ass adult, and I'm thinking like, what are the words? <laughs> With this new relationship, you're there with their family. You just found that out. It's very shocking. You're so excited can, to go on this trip together because right. you're so in love and you want to have fun. Yeah, I can. I can. Can totally I ruin see it that. with this horrible truth right now at this moment? You and right? Should I? Right. What uh, would you do, Irene? Why were you, probably the wrong thing? Yeah, I know. Like, I think huh? I would too. In the moment, I think I would do the wrong thing too. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. So does that make it the right thing? Maybe. No, because just because everybody will do something doesn't make it right. Shit. Yeah, I'd, I was close to getting feeling better, but I oh, I don't know what the wrong thing is if we're on the same page. But I probably would have said something because oh I'm awkward. I was wrong. No, that was the right thing. I'd say that's the right thing is saying something. I don't think you I would have said it right then and there though. I think no. I might have like gotten in the car exactly and had a conversation right exactly and then yes. see what I would we needed not to have said it in front of his parents right. No. But then when we got in the car, I'd be like, so here's the thing. I don't know how to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. Blah. Blah. But that's not what Christopher chooses to do. Christopher no. chooses to drive his ass to Florida so they can go see Murder Mom. And I'm thinking, is this going to be another trope? Like, is this the moment when the person doesn't accept the gayhood? Because that's every movie about gay main characters. Right. Anxiety was real at this point. Yeah. But, nope. She don't give a fuck. Which I is would, awesome. I would like to point out that in your description, it does talk about them having supportive families. Right, but I wrote that description after I watched the movie. Oh, okay. It wasn't like... All I did was watch we the trailer. We had no idea. And the trailer has a total of like four or five words in it, and mostly it's just like... <laughs> 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 it's true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know anything other than they were clearly gay, and that's what made me watch this movie. I'm going to need you to do a little more research. <laughs> no, this one was good. Okay, so I'm really loving these parents. Murder Mom is really kind of cool, except she's also awkward. Awkward. She's like, she's, as soon as Benny goes inside, or no, as soon as Christopher goes inside, she's like, so Benny, do you love Christopher? I was like, dang, Mom. One, they've only hooked up once. No, I'm sure they hooked up on the way. But anyway. In the tent. They, yeah, they hooked up in the tent. That's right. They've only and hooked they've up probably twice. done yeah. things yeah. In between. Well, what? We but it's, two it's fresh is what I'm getting at. It's yeah. super fresh. Why are fresh. you asking people? It's so clean, clean. Why are you asking if he loves Benny or Christopher? Or June. That's so awkward. Benny it's right off June. the bat. Cody. And I feel like Chris knew that was coming. He shouldn't have left her out there with him. No. No, that was foolish. Like, you know your mom. Don't leave me out here. In fact, he, I don't think he likes his mom. He was a bitch to her. Hmm. Well, she they had an odd dynamic. I, I'm sure they had some roughness, her trying to recover from that situation. No dad in the picture. Right, no dad in the picture. Her trying to, I don't know, block all that shit out with her yoga. Yoga? Because they do mention I know, that she she's does a, a lot yoga of yoga. She, they even do yoga together in the most awkward way. <clears throat> yes. um, speaking of awkward, this mom is so awkward. She actually comes crawling into... <sighs> Their hot tub. They're in the hot tub, and I'm like, ooh, steaming gay love. But no. now, here comes mom crawling in. I was like, she really wants a threesome. Cock blocked. Ah! I know. She's I'm just uncomfortable. Like, like, maybe that's the problem. Maybe mom assaults them. What? No, that's a what if. That's an Alan what that, if right there. What? <laughs> I think you did it. 
that that was that level. I don't know. It was weird. That it was just very awkward, and you had all these questions. Why is she doing this? Right. So when they're sitting in the tub, she finds out he's Benny Cruz, and things get serious because it's like, how many people named Benny have you ever heard of before? Like, not many from Akron, Ohio. Right. Whose last name could be Cruz? Like, it's not a big shocker, mom. Chris at this moment is still like, "Shut up, mom!" And I was like, "Oh, Chris." You've gone way beyond just a bad decision of not telling into deception, and mm-hmm. I, it was horrible. Obvious horrible. De- uh, but mom, mom was like, I have to tell him. And uh, this is awful, because I expected homophobia in this movie, but this was like way much more emotional jeopardy. But no, you got a cigarette and a sad story. Right. So just to be clear, in case we haven't been, Christopher's mother was driving the car that hit the child at the beginning of the movie that seemed like it had nothing to do with nothing. And the child at the beginning was Benny's younger, older, older, older brother. Older, older brother. brother. Yeah, he was six. And the, the child that died was eight. So that, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Benny goes inside and he doesn't know how to feel. And I, I don't blame him. I didn't know how to feel either. I also don't know how to feel. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> did you go somewhere else for a minute? I did. I was somewhere else. <laughs> Was it another movie? No, it was the same movie. But (laughs) earlier, I was thinking, that kid was real quiet (laughs) in the car. I don't know. I'm sorry. What's what's that got to do with anything? Well, because he's real talkative now. (laughs) But he still had those same ruby red lips and that pasty white face. But he was like, like just kind of staring off. He's no Lily Sobieski, that's for sure. Star of Glass House. (laughs) Ding! Ding. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where I was going. I wish that we could cut this out. (laughs) You know, every time you say, let's cut this out, it's just more impetus for me to leave it Uh, in. Or feature it. Right. Feature it, yeah. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Okay, so... So, Benny ends up calling his mom and... I was like, oh my God, how is he even going to tell her about this? And he doesn't. He just checks in. While she's having sex with her husband. Which was hilarious. And also sex positive. Go movie. It's like, mom, are you working out? Oh, oh no. I'm just fine. I just came in from outside. I took a brisk walk. A brisk walk. (laughs) She took a a big cock. Oh. Oh. Not a brisk walk. Just saying. And I got nothing of that. What is the look on your face? I was just. (laughs) She was taken in that moment. I guess so. But mom and dad were (laughs) fucking, so I like the sex positivity in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he was smart enough to know that he interrupted them having sex afterwards. Yeah, he even mentioned it to Christopher. So he was trying to act chill with Christopher, but there was clearly something going on. Uh, It's just awkward. He ends up taking a shower and he cried in the shower, which is like a really good strategy. But I felt he, so bad, though. He cried real loud, which is not a good strategy. If you're going to cry in the shower, it's got to be quiet. Right. Because the whole purpose is you can cry in there and nobody knows because you come out and your face is wet. No big deal. <laughs> but if you're going to be in there and be like, <laughs> people are going to know. You know what? There was also male emotional positivity there. There was. Let, That's true. Just let him cry, Brooke. Let him cry. No, I'm not. I don't have a problem with him crying. This was a, a perfect moment to cry this is an emotional sad thing i'm just saying if you're trying to sneak it in the shower don't make <laughs> noises <laughs> wow that's all i'm saying it's just this is a teaching podcast if you're gonna cry before. do it the way i'm saying you should do it damn 
you can't just have an emotional moment your way. I just got called out, and I can't, I can't argue it. Smack. I mean, you're right, Alan. Brooke is basically saying he should have just left the door open if he was going to cry like that. But it was weird because he was still like, "Oh, I feel bad for him." Because I did he feel doesn't, bad for him. he doesn't know how to feel, and then he goes and cries in the shower, and he comes out an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to shit everyone out at this point. No, I wouldn't say I that's an asshole. Home. I'd say that's that's a real reaction. Like I'm overwhelmed by these feelings. I don't know what to do. This woman led to the death of my brother. This dude that I have feelings for is her son. That's a lot to take in. I can see shutting down. I wouldn't call that an asshole move. You disagree? Did he he say something in particular that you were like, asshole? Or his just whole demeanor? I I think the demeanor just put me off on him at that point. And I, I don't know. Maybe that's how it is. I just, they're doing yoga. They're trying to like move past the awkward moment. But it's more awkward. It is. And she goes over to help him with his form and he just flat out stops. Well, I don't think she's helping the situation though, because she's in perpetual guilt mode at that at that point. Um, Well, she wanted to express her feelings and get it all out and move past the moment, but nobody else did. I'm so sorry. I I feel like though Um, this is a it's it's very complex because she's had to deal with this for a long time without any outlet either. Now suddenly she has an outlet for her feelings, which is kind of unfair for the victims of the situation. She's a victim as well, but in a different way. Like, there's so many people, they're exposing all these emotions, they're putting them on each other, no one wants to, but it's, like, totally unavoidable. It's just hard and uncomfortable for everybody. And Benny feels that, I think. I think he feels all that coming off of her and wants to go home. He can't get past his feelings, he's seeing she can't get past hers. Uh, But they're, they're stuck in this spot, because Mom will feel bad if they leave, but Finny feels bad if they don't, so Christopher's kind of in a shit spot, too. Like, I feel like everybody was in a really bad spot at that moment. Yeah. But I will say he did, like, not... I mean, he thought about it for a second, but pretty quickly he was like, I'll take you home. Yeah, I think this was a moment where trying to conceal everything wasn't a good moment for Christopher. Right. But I think this was a good moment. He took Benny home. He gave this, like, lame excuse for why they were going home. And then he came back privately, talked to his mom, and said, you know, that's not why. It's because he's having trouble. Although what he said to her was horrible. Yeah, he was an asshole there. That's, Absolutely. That's what I say. I was... Chris turned into a complete asshole. Angry and then sweet moments all tumbled up and it just like hurt my brain. Right? There was a lot of emotions involved. He, Yeah, that's when he yelled at mom, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I was trying to give him props, but actually that turned out I to be I was shitty. happy. I was ah, You always ruin it. I'm like, okay, grow up, bitch. And then he even said you ruined it with dad. Yeah. Like, whoa. Whoa. And then says she didn't get to decide when to tell him. Do you think that's right? Do you think the mom got to decide when to tell him or Christopher should have decided? Christopher had his chance. I agree. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. But and it's also Christopher's relationship and mom should have just chilled out and let Christopher <sighs> do it. You think so? I th- If you were the mom in that situation and it came out who this kid was, you wouldn't say anything? I would probably talk to my son about it first. That's good. That's a good point. And be like, look, we can talk to him together. Are you going to talk to him about it? I'm here if you want. But she just kind of like steamrolled over the situation and didn't really give Christopher a chance. Well, I feel like she knew that he knew at this point. I mean, he's completely telling her, shut up, shut up. Right, and but- he even said, I want to talk to you about something in private. And I guess they never did. Or they, I don't. Well, no, I don't she think- insisted on it coming out right then. Right. Because he was like doing all these things and going in in deeper with his relationship without uh-huh. expressing the secret. So she's probably like, it needs to be said before you go any further with this. 
Right, but she they, probably she might have also been thinking about his feelings. You know, like if you mm. if you let this come out, this may not be the right relationship for you. So we're going to do this now, and then you can take it wherever it needs. I know, to go. but they had yeah. just got there. This is night one after dinner. Well, she did invite herself to the hot into tub. the hot tub, yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, we're going to talk about it." But that's not. Um, I think that she treated her son too much like a child and not let him be an adult. And if he could have the, you know, conversation with his partner or give him that chance, then things might have been different. Mm -hmm. I think she mommed him too much. Yeah, and I see where you're both coming from. I'm going to play on today's episode. The role of Alan will be played by Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) I can see where you're both coming from. I kind of like ideas. When I entered this thought, I was like, "Is was she right or was he right?" And I kind of like ideas. I, ideas. I called you ideas twice. <laughs> Idea Menzel. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Irene's idea of uh, maybe they should have talked together and together decided when was the right time mm. instead of just blurting it out there. But I also agree with Alan. Like Christopher had full chance before. And something Benny even pointed out later, like, you took me there to be with the woman who essentially was responsible for the death of my brother without even preparing me for it, and you knew. Like, that's what I was feeling when mm-hmm. they were headed there. He, Christopher definitely should have told him, at the very least, when they were camping. I agree, but I don't think it was mom's place at that point Although she is the one yeah. that was responsible for the whole thing, so... But she's, she's not in that relationship. Yeah. That's true. So speaking of that relationship, you know, what's next for it? Um, We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, you'll find out. Unless you've already seen it and then you already know. So that's lame. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, No. (laughs) Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by the best sponsor around, you. This podcast is a labor of love for us. And if you like what you hear and want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. Send us your reviews, suggestions, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. Send us your reviews, suggestions, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. And we'll link you to all those things through our website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the growing ranks of fans of the show. Simply spread the word about the podcast. Share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. This all helps us to bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers. So thank you. Did you weather that break well? Uh, Did you see me robot dancing through it? Because I I did. I didn't see your robot dancing through (laughs) it. Man. Dude, I was like, dude, that should be our bonus content. A short video of your robot dancing. No. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what pray tell did happen to I almost said Cody. <laughs> to Benny and Christopher's relationship. They had a nice little breakup. I thought it was really good. Uh Benny was like, look. We're not going to be together anymore because of reasons. And it was nice and clean and clear. I thought it was the best breakup I've ever seen. Hmm. Do you guys disagree? It sounds like you do. <laughs> do you guys, Are you, is the air thinner suddenly? You're just gasping for air? 
I don't know. I just I feel like it was powerful. There's no punches pulled. It was too soon. Maybe it was too soon. Now the timing of it or the reasons of it is not what I'm what I'm addressing. I'm addressing as far as breakups go, that one was great. It was very clean. It was, everybody was on the same page. Yeah, I'm not good at breakups. I like ugh, I'm not good at it. Well, I felt like it was so good because he was in such shock because he probably wasn't expecting to drive his ass all the way back from Florida to Akron so that he could just be dumped immediately after getting there. Right. Yeah, can you imagine, though, how much silence there was on a trip from Florida to Akron? I know, you could have thought of a better way to end that. Right. I'll talk to you later after I've had time to process. That's cleaner to me. Yeah. But no. Uh, I'm angsty now after sitting in this car for 14 hours. I want to break up. I think we should not see each other because I, things are crazy. Alan and I saw this together, and Alan was mad at this I point. I was. He was mad. I was angry, but I wasn't really mad until he spoke with his father. Oh, yeah, that gets rough. But we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he goes inside, and Mom asks what happens, and he won't tell her. I wondered at this point, because he, he won't tell his mom what happened. And at this point, is he trying to protect his mom in the same wrong way that Chris that tried to Chris, protect him? Yes. That's how I felt about it. I don't know. I felt like he knows how extra mom is. And mom is going to be really extra about this. Because she is all up in his business, all, all the kids' business. Like, she is extra mom. So, very protective and is gonna it's he knows that it's gonna hurt her and it's not gonna be about him anymore it's gonna be about her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he just needs it to be about him because he just had this breakup you know probably his first real relationship yeah so those are my thoughts on it yeah again i think one of the things i liked about this movie is that these questions are hard Mm -hmm. there's no simple answer like, I've never experienced that, so it's hard to put yourself into the situation of how would you respond right. in that scenario. I like to think that I wouldn't respond exactly the way they did, but who knows. Mm-hmm. But I just... He finally breaks down and tells her. Yeah. And, and then, of course, she's just like, <gasps> and her and I'm Dad, retreating into my brain. Yeah, her and Dad both are like, yeah, I think breaking up with him was the right thing to do. So <sighs> Just right, right off the bat. The, right like, no the, thought. the family is all on board at this moment. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know, it, it kind of makes you think like they never really processed and dealt with it completely. Like, they, of course, reeled from it at first, and f- you find out later that there were definitely issues with their family dynamic. But... I don't know. I never do, felt like they how completely... how do you process and deal with your perfectly healthy eight-year-old child is tragically killed in a parking lot but you car. still hold on to the horrible hatred you have for the person that did it i don't think this is that about, it was clearly I don't think an this accident is about hating the person i think this is about uh your grief feelings are coming right back up and you're having to re-experience it i think i think that mo- the mom and dad were re-experiencing this all over again because it was kind of dealt with and compartmentalized in a way and then all of a sudden here's this person back in their life who is the cause of all that and oh, I can I can relate and I can understand why you'd want to flee and remove yourself from those feelings because that's hard. Losing a child is like way different than losing, say, a parent, which is extremely hard. But you expect your parents to go before you. But losing a child is just horrific. So I can I can relate to the parents' reaction personally. Mm-hmm. I didn't like some of the things they said and I didn't like the way they go about it. But I 
I felt like I understood why they were doing that. But they did still clearly hold her responsible. I mean, she was responsible, but I mean, they seemed very angry. Yeah, but about I think her. oftentimes it's better to it's easier to deal with that than it is to deal with your kind of amorphous generalized feelings of grief. If you have a target for it, it's easier to say, "Oh, that's the cause of the the grief and I can I can excise that from my life and not have to deal with it anymore." As opposed to I've just feel like horror right now because my mm-hmm. child died, you know? Right. And I mean they get I think they try they blame her more because um the mom probably feel, feels responsible for her son's death. I didn't watch him. I didn't, you know, yeah. I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing. Um, and this is my fault. But you can only do that for so long. So I think her blaming the other woman is more about like self, that, yeah. like self-preservation. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe. Because she didn't talk about that at all. And at this point, Benny was on board with not being with him, so it it wasn't really an issue. Right. Like, they're all just kind of like, oh, check out of this and avoid any hurt feelings. Right. Right. But then Benny goes outside, and there's Chris putting a homemade heart on his car. (sighs) Based on a story that he told him. Yeah, that Benny told him. When they were happy. They did that in the hot tub, didn't they? Yeah. That was that that little, tell me something about yourself. Yeah, and Benny had, Benny had said that he had made a homemade valentine for somebody and that person was beaming all day. And so Chris kind of did the same thing and I was like, oh my God. So sweet. I'm so mad at everybody because at this point, Chris was being such a jerk up to this point that uh, I, didn't, I didn't like him that much, but I was still sad because they were such a cute couple. And he yeah. clearly was into him. Mm-hmm. To do something sweet like that based on a story... Yeah. Like that. And then Benny, I thought was cool. Benny said, you should have told me. Like they, their communication, I thought was really good and strong. He said, you should have told me. And Chris was like, I'm sorry. They apologized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hurt each other and they listened. And again, not something you see very often in a film. And then they missed each other. I missed you And too. that they missed each other. And I thought, but I, what I thought was weird was that it's like, boop, suddenly everything's better. Suddenly they're back together. Like, We're going to try Everything's fine. Yeah. I thought that was so sudden and weird. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't think that I would go as far as to bringing my, I wouldn't call bringing him the strain. Yeah, 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 bringing him to, like, see the family right away. Right. Like, no, I maybe I should that. talk to my parents right. a little bit. Like, we're getting back together. We need to talk about this. Right. Benny shows up at this, and they're showing Arsenic and Old Lace, which is a great play Ding. and film. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the parents are just like, what the fuck? I thought they were through. We need to talk about this later. Just in case you didn't know, uh, Benny has like a younger sister. We haven't really mentioned her much. Oh, yeah, we haven't. But, and she but was she's in the starring play. in the play. Yeah, that's why they were there. That's why they were there. So now it's clear that dad says uh, that, that Benny's not the best match. Or I'm sorry, Christopher's not the best match. And really says all the wrong things in a talk. Like you really upset your mother and I by bringing him. Yeah. This is something that I know, Alan, you felt particularly uh, upset about. I was Why don't you talk about that? I was furious with the father at this point. Just, you know, he's like, well, I love him. How do you know it's love? You just, you know it's love. I, it's not just like a passing infatuation. You know. And, you know, he's trying to convince Which we were him. fine with going on spring break, you know. Because <laughs> right. <laughs> this is right. not that long after that. Well, they were fine with it when it wasn't related to the person Back who to killed their, their horrible son. Tragedy. Yeah. Right, but I'm just talking about how do you know it's love? I'm going to talk about you being young right now. Yeah, because in, in particular, one of the things he said was that uh, he said, you can't help who you love. And he said, yes, you can. 
Yeah. You're an adult now. You have to love somebody that doesn't make your family uncomfortable or something like that. Like you, you have to respect your family and love somebody for them. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, hell no. It was no. so wrong. And while I do understand the grief that the parents are going through and like reliving that, this was just wrong. There was nothing right that the dad said about no. in any of this in conversation. Any it was awful. Nothing this was, was an right. example of a lack of communication. They were both saying what they wanted to say and neither one was listening to the other one. Mm-mm. And uh. so, of course, like happens in real life, that went nowhere positive. And Benny decides, I'm just leaving this fucking house. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'm leaving. And then he goes off to the dorm with Chris. Uh-huh. And then they do some more fake gay wrestling. <sighs> <laughs> Throughout this movie, when they're showing the two of them together, it's like this is what gay men do. <laughs> oh, 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 frolic, frolic! <laughs> yeah, they were. They did that in the water. No. They did that on the bed, and they're just like, <laughs> like they're like twelve wrestling. It's weird. It Maybe odd. young gay men do that. Can we get? Can we get some people writing in? Is this your experience? Is Alan just do young, do young too old? Gay men smack each other crazily like stupid people. Well, I think yeah, probably they do. No. <laughs> But, but frolicking and being like, hee, 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 and like, I don't know. I don't see it. Maybe. Maybe. Not the way they were doing it. People may frolic and be cutesy and stuff. Yes, that happens. But the way they were doing it, it just looked forced and fake, and I was just like, not having it. Forcey fake. I was not having it. No. no. So then uh, Benny gets a call from his sister, and she's like, Benny, you're tearing this family apart. Benny and the Jets. So sister is just like, oh, everything's terrible. Why don't you make it better? And he's like, because no one's making it better for me. Well, but she was also being kept in the dark because she yes, kept she was. asking what's wrong and they wouldn't address it with her. And then she'd be like, oh, nobody talks to me. I want to know. And I'm like, okay, you're whiny. Right. But I would also want to know and if I was being kept in the dark. So. so afterwards, Chris is like really pressuring Benny. Like, you really need to talk to your mom about this. Like, really, bitch? You're the poster child for openness. Right. You kept this thing a secret of a long time. Well, maybe he's quick to learn his lessons. Mm, maybe he's just being a bitch, though. I felt like Chris was being a bitch. Oh, I don't think he was being bitch, baby. <laughs> which is what Shit. I call boss baby. I threw baby. my head and Ding. hit the mic. Which is what you call Ding. what? Boss baby. Oh. <laughs> I call it Ding. bitch baby. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> bitch baby. Bitch baby. Uh, Irene, you're the you're the you're the Alan. You're the breaking vote. Is he being a bitch or not? I don't know. I think the way that he did it was kind of supportive. Right. Like he was trying to. Get he was him. yelling at him. He well, said, "Not at first. She'll never accept it if you don't talk to her about it." Uh, yeah, that's also mm. true. Well, you know? I don't. But that's not a supportive way to say it. Well, um, he's probably been staying there for seven days, not paying rent, smelling. So, I mean. It's a real small dorm room. Your socks. Go and do some laundry. Go home. Something. I mean, the the bottom line is, the dorm situation was him living with Christopher in the dorm is not a permanent solution. Like well, no. the third party sitting there playing a video game right. awkwardly to the side. Awkwardly. <laughs> like the only time he took the headphones off his ears was so he could listen to them argue, and <laughs> then immediately true. after he stormed he's like, off, oh, put I'll put these back in. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's And over. it must have sunk in because Benny went home to raid the fridge and his mom walked in. I expected her to take off her sandal and throw it in, though. <laughs> Something. Like, he's in trouble. She's like, oh, come to me. I love you. But now I'm going to lay down some bullshit. Oh, my God. Then his fight with his mom was another example of people not listening to each other. And it made me so uncomfortable. And it was, it was like, real. It was very, it felt very real 
the words. I just wish the acting were better, and yeah. they could have pulled it off. I, I don't feel like either one of those people were a strong enough actor to pull that scene off. Mm. Mm. I agree. I agree as well. And then all of a sudden, Christopher's mom appears. Like, smile, you're on candid camera. This is the most awkward moment ever. At the dorm. At, at no, the dorm. No. At the dorm? Yeah. Yeah, She remember she goes, apparently she shows up while he's at home with his mother. Yeah. Benny's mother. Right, and talks She shows to up at Christopher's, Christopher's dorm. mom is there. Like, surprise, she wants to talk to Benny's family. Like, this isn't an intervention. Yeah. The, like, that is not going to make anything better. Oh, she's just like, I want two things from you. I want the address of your um, brother's grave. Uh-huh. And I want your mom's address. Right. Like, no, bitch, you can't ask me for nothing. Right. <sighs> You got to deal with your problems. Her. He sure did. But I feel like she needs to be dealing with her own problems. And I really felt like, despite what she said, she was trying to work out her feelings through this other family when they got their own grief to deal with. Mm-hmm. Well, and she's just, just going to surprise bomb, visit bomb the family. It's like so weird. They don't even know she's coming. Well, here's, the, here, here's what I felt like her, her motivation was. Okay, she did this horrible thing years ago. She's dealt with it through her yoga or whatever and all the crap that's happened to her that she's kind of weird now. She, she's seeing them in love and knowing that what she did in the past is now affecting them in the yeah. present. And she wants to set it right. And tearing and she Benny's thinks family that she apart, can. too. Because I'm sure Chris has been talking to her about what's been going on. Probably. I, I agree. So she feels guilty about that now again. I agree. And I think she's acting because she feels so much guilt for all that. But I also think she's trying to push her way through it now because she's dealt with it so long another way that was unhealthy. Yeah. And, and she's found a healthier way to just rip the scab off and address the issue. Yeah. Ew. And just like just like um, the Cruz family is having to deal with this again, these feelings again, so is she. Because mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning, they made it really clear it was a complete accident. It wasn't her negligence. It wasn't anything intentional. Nothing like that. It was pure accident. So it... While there's a loss of life for the other family, which is significant, majorly significant, she still had trauma from this, too. Because she's mm-hmm. responsible okay. for it. Yes. I still don't think it's sort good of. to just decide to show up on somebody's door, though. No. no. But she also knew that they weren't going to have it if she just called or something. She yeah. Probably, I mean, it was probably the only way for her to be heard. Mm-hmm. And she felt like they needed to hear it. And so she shows up. She says she's sorry. She's asking forgiveness. Um, and I don't know. I had so many complex feelings. I'm sure she wants forgiveness. And then she said, I'm, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for our children. But I thought, you probably are doing it for the children, but you're also doing this for you. Right. Or else you wouldn't be up there asking for forgiveness. And I, I feel complex about asking that mother for forgiveness I feel complex about that. But here's the thing, and this is where I was coming from with why I was having trouble. Why why I said I felt like they were still holding on to this blame for her, even though it was an accident, is they were still acting this way because they blame her. And she was asking for that forgiveness so that they could actually move on. Hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think that they ever moved on from blaming her. I agree. I agree with that. And I think that's why she was pushing the point. Mom never talked about her responsibility in it. Never. It was always... On her. On her. Right. 
That's true. And I mean, you could tell that Benny's mom wasn't having any of it. Like she just kind of half-ass was listening at the door just to give her her time so that she could retreat back inside. Yes, yeah, she didn't want to hear it. I don't blame her for not wanting to hear it. Like, oh god, I can't. I if do. I'm putting myself in that mom's position, though, you're dealing with this again, and all of a sudden this woman shows up at your door. Surprise shows up. Oh, she'd be lucky I didn't strangle her. Especially if they've placed the blame on her. Like whether that's right or wrong, that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. So, oh. So I will say the complex emotions were coming in at this point because I was thinking back to one of our previous podcasts where Anna had commented about victim blaming. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, oh, well, maybe I'm being too harsh. I am probably victim blaming right now because of the emotions they're having. They shouldn't be that way. And so then I started thinking about it in a different way. Yeah. So I will say something of this podcast helps me process things a little bit. That's actually really cool. From feedback. So... Thanks, Anna, for pointing that out, because I did find myself thinking things a different way after that, because I was very emotional at the time. I mean, Brooke yeah. and I watched this together. Right. She could tell I was oh, very yeah. vocal the whole time. He was. I was <laughs> angry at things I'm glad the actors and actresses could not hear you. <laughs> <laughs> They'd give up acting. No, they might act better. Ooh. I didn't think their acting was very good in this it, No, it No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was passable, but yeah. that's about as good as I can say. But so, so there wasn't any sounds from the lights or anything. No. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. So ultimately Cric- then in the field, maybe. that scene is over and then the dad comes in and everything he said wrong in the scene with Benny, he <laughs> says kind of right with the mom. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, look, Benny loves Christopher. Even if it's just for now, we have to deal with what's now and we have to do better and be better parents to him. And then he and that was I thought that was really touching because that was hard for them, Mm -hmm. right? She you could tell she was kind of retreating back into whatever she was back at the time of the accident initially, yeah. And he saw that, and I think he was afraid she was slipping back into that. So he, and clearly he had had issues, you know, having lost a son, and he's like, "Remember what you told me, you know, you told me to try harder," and he's like, "I need you to try harder now," yeah. Which oh, uh, just my feelings. makes you feel right. So you're just all like, my ah. feelings. And so clearly that resonates with her. So then what happens? Mom just invites Christopher over for dinner and like everything's magically fixed again. It's another magical fix moment. It's almost like uh, they used one of those devices from Men in Black. Ding. Everybody, <laughs> Everybody just suddenly Ding. forgets everything that happened. They're like, let's have a meal. And everything's fine. I thought that was weird. I See, thought it was weird. Oh, go ahead. I was just say I I didn't think it was weird. I thought she was actually trying harder. Yeah. And that's what you do. You shove that shit to the you side shove it down. and you just try to push for some normalcy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree with Alan. That was not weird to me. But I do remember Brooke being very vocal about them being yeah. very fake. Like, oh, Super it's so fake. fake. And I said, well, Super but fake. she's faking her way through it to make like, it better. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to support right. my son, so I'm going to shut my fucking God, mouth. It's so uncomfortable for me, though. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. And then it was also uncomfortable because Chris shows up like it's the 70s, except he doesn't have hair on his chest. He's got like 14 buttons undone. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> That's sure. His tiny little baby peck muscles are out, and there's no hair on any of it. He's some Maybe they shaved each other. I was going to say. They, they had an off-screen shaving <laughs> session. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Googling it. <laughs> So all in all, it, when I look at the movie as a whole, like it ended on this happy note and everybody I think is going to make it. Yay. Yay. Uh, I can't imagine what graduation is going to be like when they have to see that mom again, but we'll see. Uh, Akron 2. 
I'm not seeing that. Sharknado. Acronado. 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 So overall, I really liked the movie though for what it was. Uh, I didn't. Ex- it wasn't a big blockbuster, but I loved that um, the story isn't just them being gay. They just are gay. That's not the issue. The actual right. issue and the conflict of the story has nothing to do with that. So this is this is the thing that I really hope we have more of. They're just gay characters, and that it's the issue is is about their life, not about their gayness or about somebody rejecting their gayness or anything like that. So when you use the scale that we talked about on one of the last shows, the Vito Russo test, where it had to meet those three criteria, one, it contains an LGBTQ character who is identifiably queer. Ding. Ding. Two, intricately woven into the plot in a meaningful way. Absolutely. Three, not solely defined by their sexual orientation or gender identity. Ding. 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 Yeah. I think we've passed the Vito Russo test on this one, and I was really excited about that. Mm -hmm. That said, uh, the acting was just passable. It's it's not great, but it's not horrible. Uh, And my biggest problem with this movie is that it's flat. Some of the scenes go on too long, and there's not much happening, and the acting is so flat for such dramatic, intense emotions that I was going through, I didn't see a whole lot of that being accurately portrayed on the screen. So for me, I still really liked it though. Oh, I think I'm gonna give it three and a half out of five stars for, for that. And I'm definitely gonna go for five pride flags. I thought it was a, it was really good representation. I 100% agree with what you just said. I also agree with what you just said for the pride flags, but I probably would have given it a three. Um, for well, I thought you disliked it a lot more than that. No, I just said you didn't because remember you gave paternity leave negative six hundred. I think sixty negative sixty 16. stars. Right, that was awful. <laughs> Those it, you told me at one point that you felt like this was worse. In in some ways, I felt like it would be hard to talk about. But I also watched it by myself. Thanks, guys, for inviting me. Shh. Watching to your movie party. But I watched it by myself, and the flatness just was really, really difficult yeah. to not be able to talk about with someone else. So I think that's my experience because mm. talking about it with you guys, and you know, your, um, especially when you're the what you were going through together and talking about it, I'm be like, oh yeah, I could that would have pumped me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was just not sure how we were going to talk about this when I was watching it. And I was like, this is so flat in so many. <laughs> parts yeah so that's it but the story was really good well you know you sprinkle in some of our personal stories and it makes it exciting right and name all these movies that have nothing to do with it especially porn armageddon ding (laughs) (laughs) deep impact ding Ding. he had a deep impact Uh, oh damn Ding. Ding. i wonder if he also had a deep throat Ding. ding that could be its own porn deep impact (laughs) it <laughs> probably is <laughs> with Elijah's, Elijah Wood's big wet eyes the whole time <laughs> I thought you were going to say with Elijah's Wood <laughs> well I was thinking Elijah Wood but it's not Elijah Wood that was just the name the actor chose Elijah Wood if he could what was that that reminds me Hollywood if she could what was that movie with Val Kilmer in the little <laughs> animation I don't know you know what I'm talking no, about the Cool World cool uh, that is not Val Kilmer that is, that is Brad Pitt that was oh Brad that Pitt. was Brad Pitt yeah Hollywood is good yeah Val Kilmer was real genius ding yeah okay. I love that movie real genius yeah everybody out in podcast land if you haven't seen that you should cause it is 80's That's glory it's an oldie but a goodie it's 80's glory alright so any other references to other movies anybody wants to make before we go <laughs> Ooh, we didn't ding on the Sharknado. Ding. Oh, ding. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ding. 
So since we're all out of movie references, that's going to make it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast. It's really important. If you go into iTunes, there's a place where you can give us five stars, and it's even better if you leave a review. That's how other people are going to find out about us, and we really appreciate it. If you like what you're hearing, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. Please join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing Bright, available on Netflix. Watch it with us this week, and then send your review to us at comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. We may just read it on the air. If you want to see us review a particular movie, you can also send your suggestions to that address as well. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Partial logo design provided by Wink Images on freepick.com and theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Irene, and Alan saying, this is how gay men frolic. (laughs) Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus contact. Ah! Bonus contact. (laughs) Contact. Contact. Let's all go down to Kentucky. Oh, Ooh. fuck me. <laughs> she did the loudest ball tickle ever. Right? The that's, loudest ball tickle. That's not a ball, ball tickle. Ball tickle. Ball tickle. I want to ride my ball tickle. Send us send us your good ye- things in the stuff in the Kermit game. <laughs> <laughs> a urine fireman. <laughs> uh, the end. Uh, the end.